everyone, and welcome back. I'm Estella, and I apologize for my absence last week. I've been battling a respiratory illness for several weeks, and I knew that if I didn't give my body time to rest, it would get even worse. Can y'all guess the inspiration for this week's topic on intentional rest? Overwhelm, burnout, chronic exhaustion, anxiety attacks, meltdowns. These were part of my life for years. They happened so frequently that I didn't even know this was problematic. I grew up believing that if I wasn't doing something or in hustle mode at any given moment, I was lazy. I was unfamiliar with the concept of making time for intentional rest until recent years, and having lived many years in survival mode, I feel like I've held my breath underwater for much of my life. And only in the last four years or so have I been able to come up for air. While I'm all for socializing, I've also always been the type of person that needs moments of solitude. Before I understood the value of being intentional about resting my body and mind, I believed that self-care was selfish. We are taught that it's better to give than to receive. That can be true for many things. But when it comes to self-care, the truth is, It is not selfish. Self-care is an absolute necessity to ensure we are fueling ourselves first so that we can show up to serve others efficiently. What is your viewpoint on work and rest? Let me know on Instagram or Facebook at FindingStrengthOfHeart or via email at FindingStrengthOfHeart at gmail.com. I can remember several instances where I was so burnt out and exhausted to the point of locking myself in the bathroom for hours, in fetal position, with tears streaming uncontrollably, wishing people would stop throwing to-do tasks at me. When I was working in the country music industry, I attended annual events and festivals where I'd have 14 to 16-hour workdays on my feet, multiple days in a row. Add in the heat index during the summer months. And there were a couple times where I literally passed out. Note to self, heat, lack of sleep, and not taking breaks to eat and recharge? Not a good combo. One year, I had been running on exhaustion for weeks. I got into my car to make a work-related drive, and it stopped in the middle of the interstate. My car ended up being in the shop for five or six days, so I had to cancel all my work-related plans for the week. Y'all, I was actually relieved about that, because it finally gave me a chance to allow my body to rest. That was an eye-opening experience for me, with the realization that change needed to happen. But it would be a few years before I would fully understand what the root cause was for this needed change. We are a society of hustlers, where we are often praised for powering through. What's sleep anyway, right? But the reality is, Your body and mind require rest on a consistent basis, and it's our responsibility to give them the needed time to recover and recharge. I look at it like the gas tank in my car. When it runs out of gas, what happens? My car stops and the engine won't restart. No matter what I do, until I put more gas in the tank, it won't move. The same goes for us. Looking back, I knew it didn't feel great every time I became increasingly overwhelmed. 
But I also didn't know how to tell people that I wasn't okay. Add in my hesitancy with asking for help in the first place, because I did not want to be perceived as someone who couldn't figure things out on her own. And I definitely wasn't doing myself any favors. Whew, I've come a long way in self-awareness and really dismantling many of the beliefs I've previously thought to be true. Y'all will have to let me know if you do this too. I used to attach my identity to my work efficiency. So if I didn't feel like I accomplished something significant on a regular basis, I would take on even more work things without considering the wear and tear it would have on my body and mind. This was also why I was experiencing frequent burnout. No matter what your work structure is, making time for rest is essential. But having been self-employed for most of my life, it's been my experience that it is even more crucial for entrepreneurs to implement intentional rest in our daily lives because the line between work and home life is already blurred. In addition, I've built multiple businesses by turning something I'm passionate about into avenues of income. I love that podcasting and coaching do not feel like work to me, but both require hours of mental focus and attention to detail, which is why I continue to be committed to making rest a priority. Y'all, can you relate to this? I'd love to hear if you've run into challenges such as burnout and how you handled those situations, or if you're needing some guidance in this area. Please share with me on Instagram or Facebook at Finding Strength of Heart, or you can email me at FindingStrengthOfHeart at gmail.com. So how do we overcome perpetual overwhelm and burnout? Do y'all ever have those moments where you're always on the go and suddenly you get knocked down with an illness? That's your body telling you that you are in dire need of rest. These are some ways that my body lets me know she needs rest. I lose focus, and if I'm working off my laptop or phone, my vision begins to blur. My patience and attention span become very thin. I get flustered quickly and also become very indecisive. I get brain fog, which also leads to creativity blocks. Then I start experiencing physical pain for seemingly no reason. If it becomes a prolonged period of neglect in self-care, say, over a week, my body starts shutting down. Because my anxiety manifests in stomach issues, whenever I'm mentally, physically, and emotionally depleted, I'll wake up feeling very ill from all kinds of gastrointestinal challenges or with intense body aches where I'm physically unable to move because I'm in so much pain. At this point, yoga, soaking in a bath, and even pain patches or creams are ineffective relief efforts. I try not to let it get to this point, but it does happen every now and then. So what are ways we can ensure our tanks remain filled up? In 2018, I began scheduling rest days into my calendar. This practice has been the best gift I've ever given myself. The idea for having rest days is putting away anything work-related on these days. For me, Sundays are automatic rest days. I have chosen a four-day work week, so I add in at least two additional rest days every week. These days can be the same each week or vary by week. Your choice. Mine vary from week to week, 
And I'll tell y'all too, even with rest days implemented into my calendar, sometimes my body and mind need more than what I've scheduled. For example, I recently became aware that whenever there is a full moon, my energy level is directly affected. I've read where we feel extra tired and heavy during the days surrounding a full moon because it's our body's way of letting us know to let go of what is not serving us anymore. While I haven't quite mastered the letting go part consistently, I always write in my calendar when there will be a full moon every month so I can schedule extra rest days around them. Because here's the thing. I would much rather schedule additional rest days than power through and inevitably wind up experiencing a prolonged illness. Enter Exhibit A. Slacking on self-care going into February, which has resulted in my respiratory illness. Yep, I'm calling myself out on this. A very timely reminder and incentive to create time for moments of rest or else pay the consequences later for not having done so. Do you make time for moments of rest throughout your week? If you do, that's amazing. If this is a new concept for you, I'd love to help you get started on practicing intentional rest. Reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at Finding Strength of Heart or via email at FindingStrengthOfHeart at gmail.com. In the spirit of celebrating all the things this year, I'm grateful to have become hyper-aware of my need for solitude and self-care time, making a consistent effort to ensure that rest time gets scheduled into my calendar, and then actually following through on the resting part. 20- and 30-year-old me did not have these skills. With rest days in place, now what? On work days, I try not to schedule meetings, appointments, or tackle anything work-related until 11 or 11.30. From the time I wake up, I'm fueling myself up first with morning yoga to get my body moving, followed by breakfast with coffee. I'll read a few pages of a book or listen to a podcast episode and have snuggle time with my boys, all before easing into my workday. In the evenings, I'll wind down with journaling and tea. Of course, it isn't always this perfectly crafted every day, but I will also say that on the days that I don't follow these routines, especially in the morning, my body definitely feels the difference. So what I'll do is make time for moments of rest in the middle of my day with meditation, a nap, or other self-care activities after a hectic morning. When I'm editing podcast episodes, updating my website, or building coaching programs, I can be sitting at my laptop for hours at a time, so I make the effort to take breaks after an hour or two at most of work time to rest my eyes, shake out my hands, and stretch my body. In week four of my Bridges and Boundaries workshop, I help you create boundaries with yourself. I take you through an exercise that guides you through making time for intentional moments, or in my case, full days of rest. Would you like more info on my Bridges and Boundaries workshop? Registration is currently open, and week one begins March 15th and 17th. I'm excited for the opportunity to work with you. Visit www.FindingStrengthOfHeart.com for all the details. That's a wrap on this episode. Join me next Monday for a new one. Thank you for tuning in. 
I would love to know what your favorite part of this episode was. Tag me at Finding Strength of Heart on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email me at FindingStrengthOfHeart at gmail.com. Until next time, take good care of you, and we'll chat soon.